0: It's a deck cast, it's a deck cast, it's a dead cast, the A C C C A S T. Cause I say it, it's a death cast, it's a deck cast, it's a dead cast, Deathcast, The
1: C C A S T. You're
0: listening to DATCAST, produced by students of Danville A College. And now your hosts, Kaya and Keith. Yo, 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 it's Kaya and Keegan here from the basement of the clock tower.
1: Here on DACCast, we get to know the familiar faces we see all over campus in hopes that students at DAC and members of the community get to know each other a little better.
0: With that being said, we are here with a member of the administration, Mrs. Stacy Eamon. Yes. Thank you for coming in.
1: Thanks for having me, I'm excited. (laughs) All right, we have some questions to kick it off. Awesome. Okay, so name one colleague who's the most likely to escape a deserted island alive.
2: Hmm, good question. Um, I'm going to go with Brian Henskin right now. <laughs> I don't
1: know. He seems pretty resourceful. His security background. Yeah. Okay, and then for the rest of your life, if you could choose one team member to work with, who would it be? For the rest of my life. I've been
2: here for almost 30 years, so that's a lot of my yeah. life.
1: <laughs> that is. Um.
2: Gosh. I would say... God, there's so many of them. Quite yeah. frankly, that's the part of the best part about DAC. Um, right now, I would say uh, Carla Boyd, just because uh, she helps me with a little bit of everything. Yeah.
1: Okay.
2: Yeah. Very resourceful. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I need it all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, if you could just do us a favor, introduce yourself and tell us your role here at the college.
2: Okay. Uh, my name is Stacey Eamon, and I am the Vice President of Student Services here at the college. I started, um, kind of have a similar path to Laura Henskin, if everybody's been keeping up with your DATCast. <laughs> uh, I came here right out of high school from Schlarman, so a very small school, uh, yeah. wasn't ready to go to a four-year school. Um, so I came here for two years, then transferred to the University of Illinois, came right back and started working in 1991, and I haven't left yet. <laughs> Gotcha. So I did not start as the VP of student services, though. <laughs> kind okay. of worked my way out. Yeah, so.
0: gotcha. So um, pre-COVID, what did a normal day look like for you?
2: Um, well, that's also one of the best things. There really isn't a normal day in my position okay. because being over all student services and involved in so many things, every day is different. Uh, But with student services, uh, like the admissions and financial aid and advisement trio, we've got the Child Development Center, we have athletics, um, security, threat assessment. Mm -hmm. So there's always something different. And then if that doesn't change, the group of students coming in every year changes. So um, I just have to be prepared to do everything. But lots of meetings sometimes. Gotcha. (laughs) Yeah. So if I want to get work done, you got to squeeze it in between or at night.
1: Mm -hmm. Gotcha. And you said you went to the U of I, right? Yes. So could you walk us through your background? You said you went to high school at Schlarman. Right. And then uh, did you want to walk us through that? Sure. Um, I came here,
2: uh, had a great uh, counselor, Linda Heron, God rest her soul. (laughs) And uh, I went. I Earned 68 credit hours, transferred over to economics at the University of Illinois. I always knew I wanted to do something business. I love number. I love data. Um, I love people. So kind of mix it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of fell into it. So it's the hardest thing in the world to pick what you want to do for mm-hmm. career-wise. Yeah. Um, but I fell into it. I took two years at U of I, came and then came back here. Uh, what is now the Vermilion County Works Uh, was JTP back in the day, and I started here helping uh, students and clients find jobs in the community, how to interview, how to fill out resumes and applications. You'd be surprised on some of the crazy things that people put. (laughs) Um, Yeah, there's a good amount of editing that needs to be done most of the time. Um, But so that was my getting my feet wet at DAC, and then I did institutional research, then I did director of admissions and records registrar, and that include, I was the recruiter at that time, too. So I'd go out to all the high schools. I love that. Uh, talking to the, um, you know, the seniors and juniors. We did dual credit back in that those days. So mm-hmm. that was kind of when it really started um, expanding. So, and then uh, just kept going. And now I'm over student services. So I'm finishing my 29th year here.
1: Yeah. Gotcha. So you said you went around to local high schools. Mm -hmm. That was a few years ago, right?
2: Well, many, yeah, it was a few years ago. I said in my job, I get to travel to uh, Jamaica and Paris. However, they're both in Illinois. (laughs) So, yeah, all the way from Milford to Paris. Uh, we go over to Oakwood and then I'd go to all the, a lot of the Indiana schools, the seven counties that are border our state because yeah. we offer them a special discount. So mm. I, it was great because you just meet so many different people. People yeah. see me in the store, they'd be like, Oh, there's the DAC lady. So I'm like, <laughs> Oh, I've been called worse. So,
1: <laughs> and so tell us all of your roles that you've had here at DAC Cause you said you didn't start out as vice president of student services. So how'd you get here from there?
2: Right. Um, it, it just happens. And I always tell students, because I do advise students too, and through my roles here and still to this day, um, who you know is as good as what you know. Too. Why a I degree totally agree. is <laughs> totally important. Um, from my best friend growing up, she would say hello to everybody and be very inquisitive and ask questions. And I always called it, "You're always building bridges." Mm. And she was just constantly. But that was one of my biggest. Um, I learned turning points from learning because the people next to me that person could hire me one day or exactly. their parents could hire me one day mm-hmm. or they could just have an in about a job yeah. or a grant or whatever it might be and people especially nowadays I'm so glad I didn't grow up with phones so sorry sorry <laughs> <laughs> but I I did write notes back in my day right. but um I, th- I feel like people, and I'm probably missing a lot, too, because I was thinking about this. I think people miss a lot looking down a lot, but you guys are also looking at a lot yeah. and have yeah. access to a lot more, so I, I, I will... There's pros and cons to it all. Right, yeah, right. Um, I just watch my kids. I have a senior in high school and a senior in college, and um, I just get out and do things and meet people, be respectful, look them in the eye, shake their yeah. hands. Um, and my daughter has found that very helpful, but... I, I did that because of who I I babysat for one day. I I had a good job lead and it just progressed from there. I um I loved my job at DAC. I loved I wanted to be a part of Danville. Um I love the community. I know I'm going to work on you with all your Danville connections here <laughs> and show you all the good stuff. Um so Uh, I just met people, and then I would join committees and teams because I knew I probably wouldn't stay in the entry-level position forever. And um, I loved numbers, but then I missed people. So Mm, the director of admissions position combined numbers and data, and I got to do recruitment and people. Mm. So for me, that was the best best of both worlds. When I was doing institutional research, I was dying in my office. (laughs) I was just wilting away with numbers and spreadsheets, which I do love. And they're so much easier sometimes. (laughs) But um, I had to find what's right for me. So uh, my son right now is trying to figure out what he wants to be when he grows up as a senior. And I said, you have to do what you love because you're at your job more than you are with your family and your husband or wife or whoever and so it, if you're not happy for you know 40 hours a week you're going to be in trouble mm-hmm. yeah exactly. so money's important
1: Yeah.
2: but um so so director of admissions that opened the role cuz all of my positions I've learned a little bit about everything and I just kept getting involved yeah so
1: can you tell us a few of the committees you've been on since you in your time here maybe yeah. just a handful
2: uh, millions um yeah Can, you know we're are a lean mean fighting machine dacc is we don't yeah. have tons of vice presidents and assistant vice presidents and deans and directors i mean we are small and mighty so if you work here you do a lot
1: yeah
2: and um so, so for example um, like student support and development team um academic affairs um let's see student experience uh, we have like vice presidents oh. meetings. I have my student services administrative team meetings. I volunteer for the national tournament. Um, we've done like, oh gosh, none of those sound fun. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, the national tournament, I love. I'm uh, I do the camera crew. That I love, love, love gotcha. that. And right now, everybody's um, kind of dogging the camera angles of the for the NCAA games right now, and yeah. I'm like, well, that's because they're up. North. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you can get involved in anything. Uh, They can do Operation Sienna, where we get gifts for families on campus that don't have a lot of uh, resources right now. Um, One of my staff members leads that, and she does an amazing job for many years now. So, lots of things. Gotcha. Wow.
0: So, we heard you were a big sports fan. I am. And we heard you like U of I. I am. Did that start? I do. Early childhood, or did that start when you attended yeah. U of I?
2: Cubs, Bears, oh, God. Illini. You're very much and so like the Jaguars. I, I am. <laughs> I am a creature of habit. So, um, but I, I do love it. And it's just killing me with COVID because oh, yeah. U of I with a basketball. I'm mm-hmm. just waiting for the ball to drop. That's no pun intended <laughs> on that. But um, I'm so looking forward to watching this team and when um, I've got to. It, yeah. And I don't care if I'm not in the stands. I just love watching basketball. I love baseball. I do like football. I don't understand it as much. <laughs> but I do like I love the Jaguars. I love cheering on our teams here. Yeah. Um, I know everybody does, dedicates a lot of time to it. And it's a full-time job outside of school. Yeah, So really is. Yeah,
1: yeah
0: if there's one thing I miss more than anything about COVID, it's attending a sporting event and just being able to sit in the stands.
2: Yeah. So. Yep, the tailgating's good, too. Not, <laughs> but I don't know if you're old enough to do that. <laughs> to get the full experience yeah, of tailgating. Yeah. yeah. I love to cheer them on and I have rivalries because Cubs cards, you know. Yeah. It's big. Yeah. And lots of people like to hate on the U of I, but I'm a diehard. Well, I love the Cubs from day one, so yeah. you gotta, I have a lot of faith.
1: I was going to ask if you were a bandwagoner after that. No. That World Series win. No. Years ago was that? I was yeah, born into Cubs. it.
2: No, but we enjoyed the heck out of every moment of that. Yeah. There
0: are so many people in Cincinnati that have just come out as Cubs fans ever since they won the World Series. Like, I'd say it was two years ago. I went to a Reds game, and the Reds were terrible. They were, like, 20 games under five hundred and the, the whole stadium was sold out when they played the Cubs. Because wow. there were so many Cubs fans there.
2: Well, just... we go there because it's so much cheaper. To... Really? Yeah, it's easy to go. We love to yeah. hang out in downtown Cincinnati. Yeah. And the games are cheaper, yeah. I've been there several times. Really? I was probably there. You probably <laughs> were. Yelling in your ear.
0: That was one game that the Reds actually won that year. So. Oh, gosh. Um, we, heard that... <laughs> we heard that your husband's a farmer. So he tell is. us about that and how it impacts the community and what that's been like.
2: Okay, well um he is a farmer, which I really knew diddly squat about. <laughs> you know, I live here, you would think I would know a lot, but yeah, when you live in Danville, it. it's kind of bubble and I went to U of I drove by corn cornfields and beanfields and didn't really pay attention. My uncle even owned grain elevators. But <laughs> um so I met him and I'll have a I have a little quiz for you two. Can I quiz you guys? Sure. Oh my goodness. Okay. How many um Corn cobs are on a stock, would you guess?
0: Six.
1: Whoa. I honestly want to say like one or two. I thought.
2: <laughs> it is. It's one. one. That's
1: what I thought. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I
2: can relate. You're very
1: good. Very <laughs> Yeah. Well, my brother's a farmer. Oh,
2: yeah. So one. That always blows everybody away. So yeah. It, a little it bit of. So I grew, I thought he met, grew green beans when I met him too. I thought when you walked beans, you just picked them off the stem. (laughs) So, um, but anyway, he, he, uh, his grandfather, he was blessed to have a family farm. So his grandfather uh, came over from Germany put all of his time and effort and money into buying land. So that's nice. Cause nowadays you just can't go in and be a farmer.
1: Yeah. So expensive.
2: Yeah. And there's big, big, big farmers making it a huge industry. Yeah. So, but I've learned a lot. My kids love it. I've driven tractors now. Mm-hmm. Um, my life, uh, evolves around the weather I never knew how much oh, yeah. the weather was a part going to be a part of my life mm-hmm. and but um he also has a f- full-time job too just so you can have benefits and oh, really yeah because it's it's hard to do nowadays so
1: how does that work in like harvest season and stuff like that because my brother would be out in the field for 17 19 hours in a day
2: <laughs> right he does work a lot um in those times he doesn't sleep a lot but yeah. you t- save your vacation time and okay yeah Luckily, he has a job that it's a full time job. But wow. yeah, yeah, that's it impressive. works. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. Do we want to talk about our inner podcast connection that you two have?
1: I don't, oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so I heard you have a son. You adopted a son from Russia. I did. Yes. John Michael. Aww, that's my That's really senior. interesting. Well, so oh. I was adopted from South Korea. So awesome. it was really interesting to hear about an international adoption. I don't hear about those very often around here.
2: Mm-hmm. i uh he was almost three when we got him. My daughter was six, so I kind of wanted them to be a little bit closer to just be able to hang out that yeah. never really worked <laughs> 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 just the opposite um but uh i one of my favorite parts about being um, here at DAC was I was in charge of international students. Oh, yeah. And um, so I loved that because growing up here and going to U of I didn't get out of my bubble too much. Yeah. Yeah. And I just learned so much. The students are so much fun, and it, it's just amazing the things you learn. I hope as an athlete, maybe you can mm-hmm. meet some international students, sometimes a little bit easier. But um, I, th- that's when I des- we decided to adopt And um, John wanted a boy. He's uh, the last Eamon, and his parents were only children for farming. Not that he has to farm, but (laughs) in case he wants to. And um, you could adopt little boys easier in Russia. Mm -hmm. And um, and they had older children. So we went over there, and it took nine months from start to finish, and it was amazing. And he's the most amazing kid, young man. Yeah. So I'm really, yeah. It's been amazing. Yeah.
0: So we saw a picture of him, mm-hmm. and I'm guessing you don't get a lot of people noticing that he's adopted because he looks just like your daughter.
2: I know. In fact, um, we, one one family grounded their daughter because they thought she was making an awful lie about him, and like you just don't say things like that. Oh my and goodness. the family called me, and I'm like, no, he's adopted. <laughs> I mean, we call him the Russian, so <laughs> it's not like we hide it. Um, yeah. I just, thought, I small communities, people are going. to – I never yeah. thought about hiding. I want him to know who he is and mm-hmm. to be very proud yeah. and, um, you know, work through things if he has things to work through or whatever. But it's mm-hmm. amazing. It's, he's awesome. Yeah. Until 18... I'm not going to let him go back to Russia because he could be... He's like... He could be pulled into the Russian army until after he's really? 18. Yeah. So I'm going to leave that alone. Because <laughs> one say. day I would like to take him back there. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: So when you get done with your work day. Mm-hmm. What's the first thing you do when you go home, whether it's a hobby
2: or just I run. Do you things. run? Okay. Yeah. I'm a runner. That's how I pound out my frustration. <laughs> um yeah, I every night I run about six miles and Oh wow. I know. But that's it's a stress reliever <laughs> and it's healthy. Yeah. You know, it's a so I literally pound out if I had a, a bad meeting or a crazy problem I can't figure out or my kids are driving me crazy. Or my, I mean, it's amazing what you can do pounding it out mm-hmm. out in the country. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to think.
0: So you run you're on back roads and on a treadmill? Both. Okay.
2: Yeah, because okay. I'm a little fair weathered. It's really <laughs> windy out in the country. <laughs> I had is. no idea because we live out in the country between yeah. here and Champaign.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So is there something in your life that you're doing now that you wish that you had started doing earlier?
2: Or like mm, advice that you'd give
0: yourself earlier in your life.
2: Uh, I should have um written out a bucket list a long time ago because now I just feel like oh there's no time to do that. Yeah. Um. So maybe I'll get that when I retire. I don't know. But um, maybe just being more adventurous, uh, stepping out of my shell, and making myself do things or meet people that weren't just like me. Yeah. Um. That, that's easy. It is comfortable, mm-hmm. but I learn so much more. And sometimes it's more rewarding uh, when you meet people and and you step out and you learn things and you do things, um, even if you fail at it. You know, you can say you tried it. But yeah. um, I that would probably be. I got my one of my big goals was a master's degree, so I did that. It would be nice to have a doctorate, but not going to do that. Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. What
1: What's um pushing you away from getting a doctorate, the thought of it?
2: Oh, well, yeah, that's a lot of writing, and I'm too close to retirement. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) never mind, yeah. Yeah, I don't need to be a doctor.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so in your career right now, you don't want to get a doctorate, but what are your goals? I mean, do you have things in mind that you would like to see happen before you retire?
2: Yeah, I mean, I would love to see student services uh, be better off when I leave than when I started. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think really, you know, we just have to be really resourceful here, and um, students uh, have more challenges nowadays, especially with COVID and the economy and the world we live in. It's challenging. It's stressful, and I just want to make it a great experience. I want more people to know about the community college. It totally baffles me sometimes on how little people know about community colleges, and how um, sometimes community college are, you know, brushed off. Yeah. Um, you, you get the same bachelor's degree, but you pay about half the cost. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense in every sense of the way. Mm-hmm. But um. so just, you know, pushing the community college mission and um, helping, you know, others see it and just improving technologies and helping my Different departments be able to do the things that they want to do, and you know, giving them resources and stuff, and just supporting them. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like you said, with technology, I'd assume you've seen a lot of changes in technology and how we use tools here at DAC in well, your years, I, right?
2: Yes, yes, um, yeah. We started with Lotus 123, which was the old Excel. And, you know, it was just crazy things. And, you know, now we have casts and mobile apps and scanners. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thank God for email. And I love Zoom meetings, quite frankly. yeah. (laughs) You don't have to leave. See, I really like my bubble sometimes. (laughs) So so I I think it's amazing, and I'm just along for the ride. I'm definitely not going to fight it. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. So what do you think is the best way to shake that stigma of junior colleges and community colleges compared to big four-year schools
2: um information uh just laying the information and the data out there it's amazing Mm -hmm. um people speaking up that started at a community college um um, just the economics alone, I, I just don't see why people don't see it. Yeah. So I totally understand. Um, some people need to go away and experience, and that's fine, as long as they do all of that. But if they're not going to go away and do that, just start at a community college. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and you know, quite frankly, I started at Schlarman, and then I came to DACC. I was with the same group of classmates from kindergarten to senior year, basically. So. When I came to DAC, I met so many people in my classroom. You know, uh, the athletes were from all over the place, so I met people from there. Just I met adults in my class. Yeah. I got a job from that. You know, meeting people in my class. So that really branched out. If I would have gone from Schlarman to U of I, I think I would have really freaked out. Yeah. So that just wasn't for me. Yeah. Um. So, I definitely needed those steps.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say it is. It is a really, really good stepping stone. It is. Yeah, I agree.
0: We are going to move on to our rapid-fire question segment called Dak Attack.
1: One, two, three, four. Dak Attack, Dak Attack, Attack,
2: Attack, Attack, Attack,
1: Attack. I mean, that's it? Tea or coffee? Tea.
0: Mornings or evenings?
1: Mornings. Lake or ocean? Lake.
0: Sweet or savory?
2: Sweet.
1: Chocolate or vanilla? Chocolate.
0: Dogs or cats?
2: Dogs. Summer or winter? Summer.
0: Jordan or John Michael? <laughs>
2: uh, I played the fifth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Laura answered that one when we oh asked God. her.
2: <laughs>
1: Eat in or dine out?
0: Dine out. Volleyball or baseball?
2: Baseball. Yes.
1: All right. That was pretty that was good. good. I'm okay. not going to lie. That, that is good. really good. Well, Okay. Thank you so much, Stacey, for being here. We had a lot of fun today.
2: Thank you guys so much. I'm so excited for this. You guys are amazing. You guys do great jobs. And I'm going to share it with all of my two friends. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, thank you very much.
1: Alrighty, guys. Thanks for listening. This has been the Cast with Kaya and Keegan.
0: Stay classy, Jaguars.